listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. Yes, I'm fine. Uh, How are you? (laughs) (laughs) More to the point. Having a challenging week, but it's okay. It's all going to be okay. It's, I tell you, I don't know if people saw my Instagram. I did an Instagram story last week and I mentioned a couple of things that had happened Mm, to me. I saw that. And, uh, but I, I was chatting to the homeless man as well and doing that, um, that as well like it was just a a crazy bit of a crazy week last week and there was more than it that life had more to throw at me so it did, uh, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's um been a bit of an upturn in just a whole life shift really but that's it's not a bad thing it's always a good thing i'm looking on the positive side um of it all and uh you know it's it's usually one of these things like if anyone didn't listen to my instagram story like had a, a thing where my bag got stolen and my wallet and keys got stolen. So the keys, uh, the locks on my flat had to get changed. And then uh, my car broke down and um, found out about some not as good news that it could have been about the, the place that I'm buying, the property I'm buying. So that those three things happened last week. And then this week, two days ago, I was told that I needed to leave the flat that I was renting Um so I was evicted pretty much with no notice. Um, and now I'm living with a friend. So it's all it's all been a bit of a crazy... If 10 days ago, the 10 days ago, not, like none of this had happened. <laughs> I know. It's amazing how quickly these things can all just happen to you at once. Well, it, it, as you said, it, it it's, looks as though it's going to work out for the best uh, in the long term. Yeah, because that that place you were in, I mean that that was a, that was a silly thing, wasn't it? Fancy, I mean people don't know the story, and we don't particularly want to go into it, but they they they've thro- basically thrown all the tenants out of it, haven't they? Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. It's, it's because they've got obviously got problems in the place that they they need to rectify. But you wouldn't think they could do that, would you? You think? I mean, they ask for notice. You know, when you want to leave a promise a premises you have to give them notice don't you ordinarily yeah not not so not so them they can say no we're we're, we're, well we want you out it's difficult because we had all signed contracts however i think it was the nature of what it the the conditions of what um that led to us having to leave um Mm. and the fact that you know it was it was another tenant i was speaking to that has been given a little bit longer to leave, but um, she was questioning a lot of times, like, I need to get a new contract. Can we re-sign a contract? And I don't want to talk about it on here because it's not really appropriate to, but basically the point is we probably all could fight it, but at the end of the day, we've all got to leave. So Mm, we may as well just go as soon as we can and get our deposit back. So. Well, as you say, your friend offered immediately, didn't they? That uh, well, if you you've got a problem, come come with us. Yeah, and uh, so he did. So there you go. 
Anyway, enough of that. A bad week. All of our problems. We're we're looking on the bright side because at the end of the day, I am still in a, you know, I'll I'll be fine. I'm very, I'm I'm still in a very lucky position. My car's getting fixed, my bag, you know, all the stuff in in my bag can be replaced, you know, wallets and keys and uh, cards and all of that kind of stuff. It's it's just more of an inconvenience and annoyance. Of course it is. It's stressful though, Steve. That's that's the thing. People would immediately realise that uh, you would have been stressed out with all of that. I would have been, that's for sure. Yeah. It was pretty stressful, yeah. Anyway, you've come through and uh, you've got a cheerful smile on your face now, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, on to more uh, light uh, topics of conversation because people loved our podcast last week about you and Butlins and your spontaneous trip away. And (laughs) uh, I thought of a couple of things to, to talk about after the fact, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to mention them next week, so we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, because there was one thing that you said that you said immediately after we hung up, or not hung up, but stopped recording, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's brilliant! We've got to talk about that." And that was you, you said whilst you were at Butlins, you were giving your friends swimming lessons. Mm-hmm. That's right, but you couldn't swim. No, that's right. No. How do you get away <laughs> with that? <laughs> well, the story was. Do you remember? I said that I worked in the pool bar. Well, the pool bar. Uh, I do remember. You said that. Was near a pool, <laughs> and um, it was a lovely pool. In fact, the, the pool itself. There, there was a underneath the pool. You could see the people. You know. You know those. Whoa. I'm sure you've seen areas where. It was a bar there. There was a bar underneath. This is not where I worked. There was another bar underneath the way you could see through and see the people swimming. So what? It was a see-through pool? Yeah. There was, you know, obviously with glass um, sides and uh, you could see the people in the pool. Anyway, that's besides the point, really. What I'm saying is that uh, we had the pool there and, of course, we had some free time. So a friend of mine, do you remember I said I've got a friend of mine who, Tony, a lady friend of mine who was yeah. really a friend, not a girlfriend, just a friend. Yeah. And we were quite close and she was working there too. Well, she wanted to, she wasn't happy with her, uh, her swimming. And she said to me, I don't know whether you can help. I said, well, I can't swim myself, but I, I can, I can see what you're doing wrong. Anyway, <laughs> I give us some instruction. I stood, you know, sat there and uh, on the edge of the pool and uh, fully clothed, I didn't uh, put in a swimming costume, and um, give her some sort of walked along the pool and give her some, you know, do this and do that and how do that. Can you, how can you tell someone what they're doing wrong when you well, don't know how to do it know. right? <laughs> no, I hadn't got a clue. <laughs> well, I knew what to do. I just couldn't do it. Right. No, I'd never been able to swim. It's one of one of those uh, failings of mine. I, I tried many, many times to swim, but I just sink, you know. When I go, when I start to go, I just go down <laughs> under the water. <laughs> so I gave up in the end. But, but I still. But anyway, she did. She um, she was uh, quite proficient in the end. And that was all thanks to your teaching, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And yes. that was the first time you ever taught someone. <laughs> oh yes, and the last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you didn't use it as like a pickup line. 
No, 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 no. There was, as I said, we were very friendly. We'd, we'd been friends for a couple of years, two or three years before I went to Butlins. Yeah. So, um, uh, we, we, and she lived close to where I lived. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Brilliant. And there's more to it, but I'm not going to go into any more detail than that. I think uh, people will get fed up with that <laughs> rambling on. <laughs> it did make me. It did make me laugh when you said that. I thought it's such a blagger. <laughs> I'll teach you. How to That's swim. right. Um, so when you when you went, I forgot to ask you this because you were still living at home when you went to Butlins. That's right. What did your parents say? What did What did they say? When you said uh, I've left, I've quit my job. I'm going to Butlins. Do you know what? I can't remember, but they never objected to it. I think they were probably a bit shocked <laughs> that I'd give up a job like that. And uh, you know, so I do you know. I can't remember. Steve. I do not remember their reaction. So it couldn't have been that bad. Now, there's probably they were probably quite glad to be rid of you because there's really, there so well many of you in that house by that point, wasn't there? <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, yes, oh yes, yes. One less to feed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I don't. Uh, I, I, I um. I don't think they they they, they were very good. My parents say just let uh, us children do what we wanted to do, right. just give us guidance, uh, but. Uh, as you could see that um, I'd made I'd made some headway with a, um, the my career up to that point. Yeah, and, and I suppose they must have thought in the in the cold light of day, what's he what's he doing throwing it all away? Mm. You know, f- five years it would have been five years, six years by then. So I started work when I was fifteen. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> I think we've done buttons. Very good. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't. I won't pick your brains any more about that until the next until the next topic. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, a couple of questions then to talk about as well this week. Um, we've got one from Paul, and Paul said, "I've got a quick question for you, Colin. I have uh, both the Lancaster bomber and the Sunset with the fishing boat courses, and I'm thinking of trying to add the Lancaster into the Sunset picture. Would the plane be in the same colour as the fishing boat? I would do it in the distance if I do try." Thanks for the help, Paul. Yes, I, th- I think what, what you do there is you, you do exactly the same colour. The, the, the problem you're going to have with something like that is where the sun is in the position it's in. You see, if, if you have, with the fishing boat, you, I, I gave the indication that there was a little bit of light. Uh, so it was a little light on the boat, you see. But the sun was sort of reflecting into the boat. But if you've got a plane in the sky, you're not going to have the, quite the same uh, situation. Right. So I would think probably it would be safer just to do it as a dark silhouette. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. Because you're guess- it's all guesswork otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would suggest. So you just use the same colours, which I think from my recollection was India and red and the blue – one, four, three, and the black, mm. from my recollection. That's the six sunset, because we've got a couple. We've got, see, that would be the six sunset picture, wouldn't it? Six pencil picture. And that's the one he was talking about, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah just, that's right. Just for other people, because you've got a few sunsets. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't take a chance on anything else, you know, if, you, if you've got a, a multitude of colours. That one was fairly simple. 
and it would be quite simple to do it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've answered the question. I think you have. <laughs> without going into any more detail. No, nice and simple. Well, Paul, if you do do that, we'd be interested to to see it as well because I think that's a Ooh. lovely idea to add something else into that picture. I think it's a nice thing to do to combine a couple. Um, mm-hmm. So then the next one is from Christine. Christine says, hi, Steve and Colin. I hope you're enjoying the new year. Colin is doing some amazing pictures, especially the Kingfisher and the landscapes. How does Colin find sharpening the Carbothello pencils and the Carandash pencils? Years ago, mm-hmm. I used Carbothello, uh, but they used to break more than the Faber-Castell pencils when I sharpened them with the blade. So let's start with there. Yep. Well, the Carbothello, let's just start with Faber-Castell for the moment. The Faber-Castell pencil is a a harder lead, if you like, in brackets. You know, you'd have have a stronger um, pastel chalk inside. And it means that you can be quite brutal with your sharpening you know you don't have to think about breaking i can't ever remember an occasion where i broke her i've broken tips off them you know but i haven't broken a pencil now one of the reasons for that is they they stick the the glue on the pastel to the wood all the way up the whole barrel of the pencil right now okay so that's that's that was one of the selling points to me when I first decided to go over to Faber-Castell. Because up to then, I experienced, just as Christine did, when you sharpen the Carbatella pencil, they spot, they don't do the whole barrel, they spot the barrel in places all the way up. Right. So there are areas where you come to where it's not been, um, the lead has not been glued. That gives you a kind of a breakage point Right. And, I, and it used to bug me a bit with the Carbacella. Um I got over it by being more gentle with it, you know, when I did it. But uh, that's one of the reasons. So how do I do it when you're more gentle? You have to, first of all, have a sharp blade. If you're using a standing knife or a safety razor blade, which I use, then you've got to be gentle. And you slice rather than chop. Do you know what I mean by that? You don't chop down on the yeah. the lead. You you slice it. If you've seen me, and I've done um, quite a few examples of, in my time of how I sharpen, and I hold it and slice the lead. That way you don't put the pressure on the point. Mm. And so, so I'm more gentle. Now, Creta color is similar. Okay. I don't know whether they – I don't know about their spotting, but uh, I do know that they are similar. So with uh, Cretacolor, you've, you've got to be as careful as you have been with the Carpathello. I know you haven't asked about Cretacolor, but I thought I'd throw it in because these are the four pencils I use. Yeah. Now, Carandash is, a, is a, another um, type of lead altogether. It's softer. Now, you can imagine with the softer lead – it's liable to break. However, I'm pretty certain that they stick their um, pastel along the whole length of the barrel. The reason I say that is because you can see it. When you um, sharpen it, 
you can see the glue. Mm, and I haven't not seen that glue. You see what I mean? Yeah. So every time I've, so I think they do. So they don't have the same problem that the Gratacala and the Stabilo do, uh, the Carbothello do. Um, but you still have another little problem with Caran uh, Dash if you're not careful. And that is if you go at it hammer and tongs and they're too brutal with it, you break it because they're softer. Yeah. But that gives you a benefit, in fact, because I suppose it, my two favorite pencils to use would be the Faber and the Caran Dash combined together. And when I combine them in a picture, as I've done very recently on a, two or three pictures, then you have the hardness of the uh, Faber-Castell pit pencil, the strength of that, and then softness of the Caran d'Ache, and you can combine those two together in your picture. People will find, when they see the pictures that I've done like that, they'll, they'll see how I've done that. Mm. So, the Caran d'Ache, and also their lead itself, is just a fraction larger than the others. Oh, right. Oh, right. Interesting. Thicker. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Thicker. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a fraction of a millimetre. It's not very much, but it might even be... I don't think it's a millimetre. It's a fraction of one bigger than the others. Yeah. So you've got, a, you've got more um, lead for your money, if you like. Mm. And, again, slice it that slice action of mind work. And I can I can sharpen the the Caran Dash pencil to a really sharp point. But you can only do it if you're gentle. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I hope I've answered the question there. Yeah, I think you have. But it's, it's interesting that the different um, pressures that you, you may need for the pencils, um, you know, what, what certain pencils can take opposed to others. Mm. Having said all of the things I've said to you, I'm not knocking anything because I do use, um, I like the Carbothello and I like the Creta Color. And very often, as you know, when I give you lists, I use all of them together sometimes. Yeah. And uh, they combine brilliantly together. But what you have, of course, is the range of colors, which is phenomenal. I'm wallowing in it at the moment steve i really am <laughs> I'm, I'm picking i'm picking pictures deliberately that are colorful that allow me to broaden the um, range of tones and uh, you saw well the one i'm doing at the moment the i'm doing a blue tit at the moment i sent you a picture of that yeah and i've nearly finished it and the colours in that, I mean, the blue tip is lovely anyway. It's my favourite little bird. And but the, the, there's some lovely colours in it, but I've managed to find a branch that it's sitting on with tons of tons of colour in it. It's almost, and I do say it on the video, this is like a little fantasy picture because mm. you, you can't believe it. If it hadn't been a photograph that I saw, I wouldn't have believed it. You could put all those colours. So consequently, I can have a ball yeah. with all of the colours that I can put. I can, if I think of a colour, I can find it. Yeah. So I'm using Karen. I'm using Karen Dash, the uh, pit pencil, uh, Faber, and a Creta colour and the Carbothella, all Brilliant. in the same, all at the same time. 
That's brilliant. Oh, it's great. Yeah, and it looks great so far. What I've seen. Well, it's, it, when you when people see it, and uh, what you're seeing so far is the I've done the blue tit, and you saw that. No, you didn't see that done. You haven't said I have actually done it now. You only saw the head. Yeah. And a, and a little bit of the feathers. But now I've done the blue tit completely. And now I'm putting him on the branch and I'm halfway through doing the branch. Brilliant. But when I get to the background, it's another story altogether. The, the colours that I have in the photographic ref- reference are absolutely stunning. So I'm going to reproduce that. Probably I'm going to use pencils as opposed to chalks here. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm. Why is that, you say? Well, the chalks are fantastic, and I love using them in conjunction with the pencils, but they can be a bit cumbersome when you're dealing with delicacy, when you're doing, especially a bird yeah. and the branch, and I've got to be delicate with it, so I've got to be more exact, if you see what I mean. So I'm probably going to use just pencils on this. Mm. But I shall use the, the colours that I've used for the branch particularly. Well, I think that would be amazing. I can't wait to see um, what that turns out like. Um, you have to send me another another picture, another... <laughs> I will do. I will picture. do. Uh, how how are you posting these, Steve? Are, are you just posting them on Instagram or they, they Facebook? Will, or? They will be posted on. <laughs> ideally, they'd be like they'd like to be posted everywhere, like on Instagram and Facebook. It's just that um, I've not had the time to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've been a little okay. busy, but they will go. They will be on Instagram. Uh, well, perhaps you could do. Uh, I've done quite a few for you now, some these pictures. Maybe you could do like a little series of, um, you know, just one, odd ones. Yeah. Or something, you know, because I think it would be nice for people to see, even if they only see little bits of um, a picture. And I don't do it close up. It's it's on uh, the view from my um, perspective, sort of over my shoulder, but it's further back. Yes. Uh, and so you see the whole, all the cameras and the monitor and so on, which I think is really nice. I think if people can see that, they, mm. they understand where I'm coming from. Mm. Um, but they, they, they'll get an idea of the flavour of the picture without actually seeing the whole picture finished. Yeah. Well, I'll give that a go in the next couple of days to try and get some pictures up, to try and get mm. some pictures for people to see. Um, so, okay, lovely. Well, I just want to touch on the sharpening thing just before we put that to bed um, because there, there's people occasionally do get in touch with me and ask about sharpeners and what mm-hmm. um, what alternatives there are out there. And um, I just wanted to mention that we do sell a sharpener on our store, which is a Faber-Castell trio sharpener. Um, it's not the best as far as, like, I think you'll agree, Dad, it's not the best, but it's okay. No, but, it no, works. But I, it does. It does. I think it's it's better than the ones, the the small ones, because it's it's larger, and and you handle it. It handles better. I yeah. think that's that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. With the smaller ones, you know, the little small tiddly things, you, you can put too much pressure on them, and that's where you tend to break the points. Yeah. So we, we've got that one, but from what our members have said on the forum and things like that, there's three that have jumped out, and uh, I'll mention them on here, and then if anyone's got any other suggestions, um, then 
please send them over. So mm. the sharpener mm. that sharpeners that they recommend is the Dahl one three three. I think you can get all these on Amazon. I think, and that's D A H L E. The Dahl one three three. I think these are all sharpeners like crank sharpeners. Mm. I think there's then there's the Creative Mark multi point crank sharpener. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one that someone said, which was the Kum. I think it's the Kum K U M automatic long point sharpener. So I think if you Google, I'll try and put these in the podcast notes as well, the names, so people can look them up, have a look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, those seem to have been pretty popular um, amongst people. So if anyone's got anything else to add to those, then let me know, and we can talk about suggest them because i want to use this podcast to to tell people about those sharpeners as well in case people um don't like to use the blades which i know they don't some people don't that's a good idea that's a good idea that so those are three additional ones um okay excellent well we've got another project coming in the next week now that i've actually settled down a little bit i can get the next project up for people (laughs) um and yeah so look out for that in the next week um we've obviously we had these big plans to do this big reveal, which we still have, but it's just been delayed somewhat with the events of the last week. Um, we've done, we did some filming, um, films and videos, and we've, we're going to be releasing those soon. And then we've got some really exciting news that will be revealed in those videos to you all. And then we can finally talk about it. So, um, as soon as I have a car and I can get back down to your dad, I will be doing some more photography and things, bits and bobs. And then we will have, the videos ready to send uh, to to show to people the the reveal. Great. So. Well, I'll keep you post. I'll keep you. It's nice that I can do what I do: take a picture and send it on to you, um, and uh, keep you up to date as what I'm actually up to down here. Yes. Oh, yes. I do. I do love receiving those pictures and seeing the seeing the works in progress. And I will. I will get to share those on the. Uh, on the Instagram. It would be nice too for people to get back to you and say if they really find them interesting or useful. Yeah. Well, they'll go up on Facebook, hopefully, and Instagram. So just drop a comment on the the picture and let us know. Mm. That'd be nice. Because I could, I could do a lot more, you see. I, I mean, I could do maybe two or three photographs as I do the pictures. If people want to see them, they don't want to bore people. Um, but if if yeah, people yeah. find them interesting, do 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 that. I'm only looking from my perspective. I would find it interesting if somebody did it for me. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's up to, it's up to the, up to the members, and we'll we we only we want to please them. And uh, if they do find it, it's no bother to me, especially with the phone. I just get the phone out and click. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's so simple now with the photography, the digital photography, and then then just click and send it on to you. Yeah, I I would say go for it. Yeah, go for mm. it. Keep going. Mm. Keep going with it. Well, if you've got the if you've got the pictures, you could use them or not. It's up to you then, isn't it? So there's no hardship for me. Yeah, perfect. Okay, lovely. All right. Well, lots to look forward to, everyone. Um, we'll be back next week with another podcast. Thank you, Dad. Oh, it was my pleasure. And thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.